We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's January 31st, it is 2023. We have a five-game NBA slate here to finish out January. Joined today by my buddy, Keith Eister, Eyes819. I'm sure you were just like, what is going on before the show started? Because <laughs> I hit the wrong button a few times on some music and... We have our mics muted when I'm going live, and I, I just I could see Keith's face. He's like, what, what is he doing? <laughs> so, welcome, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I was like, what is that? Like, I thought my internet was skipping out for a minute, and then it was a different song for a minute. And but yeah, it's all good. Then I I saw the live button or the live notification pop up, and I was like, all right, here we go. Now now we're back on track. But yeah, a little confusion there to start, but I'm with you for sure. Um, I mean, we were just talking about you some, on your toes. Yeah, it, mix it up a little bit. I like that. Um, just talking about some props pre-show, and I, I was on a Westbrook triple double, and he just missed it by two rebounds, which was frustrating. But uh, Troy Brown decided to grab seventeen of them. I was just checking the box score, so good for Troy Brown. But needed those two Westbrook re- rebounds to hit a plus five fifty triple double. Didn't quite get there. So I. Man, I felt so good going into the slate because I got a lot of props earlier before the Ben Zuman's news came out. Um, and like everywhere, like I'm like four for five everywhere tonight. And I'm in a profit. I'm not going to complain, not complaining. This isn't me complaining or tilting, but like had Schroeder not gone like two for 50 from the field tonight. Oof, that um, was brutal. And had Porzingis, like Porzingis smashed if he just hit his point prop um i would have had uh, you know i missed i missed three from each of those guys so um and then i had like a couple three for fives with both of them together they there were there were two of those guys that i was like heavily on but um yeah i mean it it's going to be a profitable night but five games you know it, it's really rare that we get like a five game slate on a Tuesday, but usually it seems like Tuesdays are days that we have big slates, but I like it, man. I like these five game slates. Only one team on a back-to-back it's the Lakers. We kind of already know what they're doing on the back-to-back because they sat 80 and LeBron in the first half. And they pretty much have pretty much said without saying that they're going to, you know, come into this game thinking that LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to play. So, I mean, we kind of have an idea. Um, 
but I mean, Steph too. Steph was, um, he was hot tonight. I think he, what he had seven or eight threes or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a really interesting Monday night for basketball. Hope everyone's having a fantastic night. What's up YouTube. Hope everyone's fan having doing good, doing good. <laughs> Keith five games. Um, let's get into it, man. We got, we get started here with Miami at Cleveland, 209 and a half total. Most books, some books have it at 211 and a half. Um, and by most books, I mean, one book has Caesars. Caesars has it at 211 and a half. BetMGM, PointsBet, DraftKings, and FanDuel, all at 211 and a half. And it's pretty much across the board, it's Cavs minus five in this one. So we'll go with that. Uh, Kevin Love, probable. Jimmy Butler, questionable. Duncan Robinson, out. You're at seven, out. And Gabe Vincent, questionable. So soon as Miami started to get healthy again, now, you know, here we are back a week later, and they have guys all, you know, kinds of questionable. But, um, I, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, Keith. Like, this game is not appealing to me at all. Um, You know, you have the 28th and 30th ranked pace teams in the NBA, and you have the first and fifth teams in defensive ratings in the NBA. What are we thinking here with Miami? Yeah, only five games on the slate. So I don't, I'm not sure that I'm fading any completely. And I'm not honestly not really excited about any game environment other like Lakers Knicks, I think will be good. And we'll see Pelicans Nuggets could be okay too, but there's not any like standout game environments. Um, Jimmy Butler missing would be a pretty big deal because I think value is pretty tight on the slate. Like to be able to get up to a LeBron uh, or an AD or Randall on the other side of that game, a Jokic at the end of the slate, like we're going to need some value somewhere. And right now we don't have a ton of guys out on this little five gamer. Um, So Butler being out would be a big deal. I think Kyle Lowry is only 4,700. Like I know the matchup sucks, but 4,700, I think you can get some Kyle Lowry at that. Um, Butler, if he plays at 7,800, I don't mind that. Um, really tough matchup for Bam. Don't think I'm going there. Hero, 6,700. Don't love that either. Um, but Lowry value, if Butler, if he plays, I think would be my, my two leans in this game. But yeah, not, not the best game environment. Really tough matchup against Cleveland. Yeah, five games slate, raw points matter. Um, at the end of the day, raw points matter. And the fact that, like, for a five-game slate, we have Giannis, Jokic, LeBron, Davis, Julius Randle, Kawhi, LaMelo Ball. We have, a like, plenty of studs. So the only thing that I would be potentially looking at in this game is value. And on the Miami side, like, maybe Caleb Martin, maybe – you know, if we're kind of expecting him to play that like 28-ish minute type role that we saw, you know, at the beginning of the season, maybe it's him. But, I mean, he would obviously become way more interesting if Butler were to sit. Um, I don't know if Gabe, Gabe Vincent really matters at this point. He's playing like 18 to 20 minutes a night. Um, if Lowry, Oladipo, and those guys are healthy, he's just not going to play a lot, but value wise i think i think it would have to be caleb martin for me under 4k potentially being a play or maybe like taking a tournament shot on oladipo if butler's out at 5k because i mean he really hasn't done much even when butler's been out he's had some 30 plus point games but you know six seven x today you know is not going to kill you um you know, this is not a 12 game slate where you're chasing and chasing and chasing ceiling and ceiling and ceiling. Like you just need your value plays to kind of do their thing. You need their, your studs to kind of do their thing on a five game slate and you'll be in the mix. I mean, it's just finding that that right combination or that one or two like contrarian to potential plays to make your lineups different um, when that kind of on a slate like this, because I mean, it's a five game slate, but it, it really could be a four game slate because this game. 209 and a half total. We don't typically see games under like 215 now with this new age NBA. So uh, on the Cleveland side, I mean, with Mitchell back, Garland's 8,400, tough matchup. Evan Mobley is priced up at 7,200. Allen's at 6,400. I mean, he is someone that 
I don't hate, but I don't love the matchup for him. So it kind of just goes back to that like conversation of is there value on Cleveland that I could potentially take? Not really. And this is just one of those reasons that I just don't love. I just don't love this game. I mean, like Rubio is like an 18 minute guy at 3,200, but I, I'm going to take shots elsewhere before I think I take shots on Ricky Rubio. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Cavs? Yeah, similar. Um, agree, like with Mitchell back, that that really hurts Garland's appeal. Um, the price has come down a little bit, but he's still 8,400. Uh, he, he could get there, but not the best game environment for you to take shots on that. Um, between Allen and Mobley, like I don't mind their pricing, but I think Bam is more on Allen, which maybe frees up Mobley a little bit. I think I'd lean to Mobley in, in that scenario, but yeah, don't really love either of them. Um, I don't mind the Rubio call like 18 minutes is not ideal, but he could put up 22 points, 22 fantasy points in that 18 minutes. And that could be somewhat useful on the slate. Um, if Kevin Love plays, maybe that's some somewhere you can look as a huge per minute producer. Don't love that he's been dealing with the back issues. Um, missed a couple of games here. So we'll, we'll have to see what opens up. But I, I mentioned we're going to be struggling for value. And potentially, if you're trying to get up to a, a Giannis or a Jokic, you might have to look into some uncomfortable um, plays like Rubio and, and Kevin Love. But we'll see how the, sh- the slate shakes out. But just wanted to mention those guys. They're, they're in play if, if we need, are trying to get up to Giannis and Jokic. All right, we got the Lakers and the Knicks up next. 237.5 total. Um, 237 total most places. I just looked at one that said 237 and a half. Of course, it was the only one. 237 most places. Most places have this as Knicks minus two and a half. Lakers on the second end of a back-to-back, but like I said at the beginning of the show, it it's assumed that LeBron and Anthony Davis will play. Um, it just sounded like load maintenance um, management for them on the first end of a back-to-back. And then on the Knicks side of things, Mitch Rob remains out. So we'll go Lakers first. All those guys that we were talking about yesterday, scratch those guys off. Um, I mean, it, it's LeBron, it's Anthony Davis. First and foremost, um, Anthony Davis doesn't have the pep in his step yet. I mean, he's still Anthony Davis and he can have the like big game, but LeBron's on another level. Um, that game in Boston, I feel like, put a super sour taste in his mouth. Um, I think he's going to come out super hungry at this game. Plus this game's in Madison square garden. You know, LeBron gets up for these games. Um, I like the studs outside of that. I, I struggle to find pieces here for the Lakers. Um, Reeves is going to like remain out, but I mean, I don't, I just, I struggle here. You know, we, we saw Troy Brown jr. Have a really good game but I don't think that's going to be sustainable with these guys coming back. Yeah, I, I agree with it's it's studs only pretty much here for me. Um, LeBron, like that, that end of the Boston game, he was visibly upset, throwing a tantrum, ten, temper tantrum on the floor, um, rightfully slow. Uh, so he was definitely fouled on the play, and it, he could have won the game with close. the free throw. Yeah, it wasn't I even mean, close. <laughs> it, it was definitely a foul for sure. Um, could have won the game at the free throw line, cost them a game for sure. And every game to this team matters right now. So I get why he was emotional, but still like it, it was a, an, an egregious display of actions from, from a superstar like that. But we move on. I do like him. I think he's, he's very motivated in this spot. Um, don't mind the matchup against the Knicks. 11, six is a tough price, but like, I think that he could easily be the top scorer on this slate, even on a slate that in- includes Giannis and-, and Jokic. So definitely have some interest. Um, Anthony Davis, I, we saw 34 minutes out of him in the last game. Um, I I th- kind of think he jumps back into the starting lineup now that we've seen that those from him and they rested him. That kind of seems like that was their plan all along is just kind of ease him in until this back-to-back, get him rested on the first leg of it, and then now it's kind of all systems, 80 go. So 80 at 10-4 is extremely interesting to me. Um, assuming that he is in the starting lineup, I I love him on the slate, especially if everyone's flocking to LeBron. Um, getting a, a significant savings going to AD, I think, is, is a viable strategy for sure. Um, cheap guys like 
Troy Brown, Gabriel had a really good game in, in the last one, but like all of these guys got way more run than they're going to see in this game. So I'm probably just paying up for, for one of the two Lakers studs in this game. And, and I don't think that like, I, I still think like Troy Brown plays 28 to 30 minutes here. I wouldn't be shocked if they sit Lonnie Walker on the second end of a back-to-back who's kind of been in and out of the lineup here recently. So, right. But the problem is instead of competing for rebounds with Gabriel, yeah, or, he's, just, he's he, chilling. He's, yeah, he's yeah, and competing for yeah. rebounds with LeBron and AD, like not not the same scenario at all. No, I mean thirty four hundred. It would be an ownership thing. I would nef- definitely need to see like if he's going to be low owned. Um, listen, the studs are just so fantastic on the slate. The value plays are just not. So I'm willing to roll the dice on some value plays today because I mean overall I don't think like anybody under four K get getting you twenty. I don't know if it kills you. I don't know if you win a tournament, but I don't think it kills you today. Um, so I like the Davis call if he starts. I like that too. Um, I'm, I, I will jump on board on that for sure. On the Knicks side of things, I mean, it's a it's a healthy Knicks team. And outside of Mitchell Robinson being out, they're just kind of handling business. Um, Jericho Sims, he's getting the minutes. He's not really producing like – the rebounds are there. You just kind of want him to shoot more and he's not like, this is a dude now was it five straight games. He shot, you know, a hundred percent from the field. So it's really tough or a thousand percent from the field. Um, it's really tough to have like a ton of interest in him, but again, the value plays today are kind of, eh. so, you know, looking at the Knicks overall, I mean, I feel like this is a game that I should have a lot of interest in like RJ Barrett, when you're looking at like the Lakers defense, that's really where they struggle. I could see Julius Randall having a big game here. Um, he's 10 one though. It's a tough price tag. I think, I think I'm looking at the discounted like Brunson or Barrett compared to Randall, even though I think Randall has the highest ceiling on the team. Yeah. I think you made a, a great point there. Just in regards to the Lakers defense overall, we saw them come out at the beginning of the season and they were playing great defense but that was with Anthony Davis. When Anthony Davis went down, they took a massive step back and big men were, were getting off on them for sure. Um, but now that Davis is back, I kind of lean back to the the point guard position. Really, Brunson at 7,900, I think is my first look here. Um, they've struggled against point guards recently. You've got Davis and LeBron to defend the rim inside. Um, I don't mind RJ Barrett also, but I think Brunson is, is my first look. I know it. he hasn't quite shown off the same ceiling with R.J. Barrett back in there, um, but he can still get there at 7,900, I think. Uh, the Lakers play fast, so this is a, a bit of a pace-up spot for the Knicks. Um, Randall is tough to get to, especially if, you, if you're if you trying to stack up this game and you're playing LeBron and AD on the other side. Like Having two 10K pieces from this game is really tough, um, so I, I do prefer Brunson. For those reasons, um, I think second, I'd look to R.J. Barrett at, at 7K. We've seen him shoot the ball pretty well here recently since he's returned. Um, 7K right in this matchup, in my opinion. Quickly has played like surprisingly well, even though like he's returned to the bench with, with Barrett back. Um, he's still seeing pretty significant run, upper 20s minutes. 5,100 is probably more than you want to pay for him, but I think he's in play on a, on a short slate. Um, and, and I like the Sims call too. Like the price is coming up and he isn't quite getting there, um, but he's still cheap and, and we are starved for value here. And, and the power forward eligibility helps also. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, this is a game I feel like is going to be ultra competitive type of game. This is a, a game where I think you're I think you're kind of stacking the studs of this game and maybe looking for value elsewhere. Ten One more game name. slate. Like, like Isaiah oh. Hartenstein, I know it like we've I've been chasing him all year and it's been disgusting. But like I don't think they're married to Draco Sims. If I mean he could certainly get in foul trouble too against AD. Um so Hartenstein at thirty six hundred I don't hate dart throws on him in, in large field tournaments at 3,600. Yeah. What I was going to say is like, if this was a 15, 20 game slate or 15, 12 to 15 <laughs> game slate, I'm tired, man. Uh, 12 to 15 game slate. I wouldn't have interest in this guy, but the fact that like, it's a five game slate, I'm kind of crossing off the Cleveland game in my head. Unless some value opens up in that game. Like I think Quentin Grimes has to be in the conversation today. Like he's not a guy that is, typically someone i will play but when we're looking at value under 5k it's going to be very hard to find someone playing 36 plus minutes um so minutes alone minutes alone i think he has to be in the conversation today does he do a lot with it no um can he get hot and you know make three or four threes and put up 25 fantasy points yeah i mean he can and the lakers defense like you mentioned great to start the year terrible recently but regardless of the time of year the wing players have done really well against this team you know so i could see like grimes getting a few open looks it's just whether or not he makes the shots and i know oh my gosh that's what it is everywhere but it is like at the end of the day we are talking about guys that have to go out and play basketball so um gosh brunson man i i think he's gonna be i think he's a game changer today i think he's a game changer today he's someone that I'll definitely be looking at over on Sleeper for his point prop today because um, I, I think this is a good game for Brunson. All right, moving on. I almost said Chargers. Um, I did. <laughs> that LAC, man, it'll get you it every did, time. And it got me. It, it wins. <laughs> um, it wins today. But I didn't I didn't officially say it anyway. Clippers-Bulls, 230.5 total in this one. The Clippers, a 3.5-point favorite. I mean, looking at the injury report for this one, Lonzo remains out. Um, that's really it for them. And then on the Clippers side, Covington is questionable. Reggie Jackson is questionable. Marcus Morris is questionable. John Wall is out. So starting here with the Clippers, I think like the only one on that list that I think matters a little bit is Marcus Morris because he is someone that will play 25 plus minutes a night. Um, Covington, he's, you know, 18 to 20 minute guy reggie jackson's kind of in that like 18 to 20 minute range so they matter for the slate but i mean if this is a slate where marcus morris sits do they give luke Kennard like 20 25 minutes in this game at 3300 i mean that's kind of where my mind goes when i when i was reading that news um who knows they have so many guys that you know they have coffee they have batum uh coffee got the minutes the other night when um marcus morris i think he only played like 10 minutes or something and um coffee ended up playing a bunch of minutes or something like that but anyway talk to me here about the clippers yeah the clippers uh they're probably my least favorite team for dfs um like they just they change their rotation all the time like you think one guy's gonna play 25 minutes and he plays 12 they were chalked the other day what was that saturday or sunday um when both Kawhi and and paul george were out that's the and, game that coffee had a good game yeah i yep, was looking at the dates wrong on court iq yeah um yeah like norman powell was somebody i was super heavy on and dude played like 16 minutes i know they got blown <laughs> out so like it it makes sense um terrence Mann, another guy like in the starting lineup you think he's gonna get 30 plus minutes a run he plays 20 minutes like and scores nine fantasy points just brutal stuff from them so targeting value on the Clippers is always, always a challenge for me. Um, I think I'm just looking to Kawhi and, and PG here. Um, he's been smashing. Like 9-8 is not a, a price that I love for him, um, but he's been putting up 50 points pretty regularly. 
I don't mind the matchup against the Bulls. Um, and Paul George, his price is coming up after he struggled for a little bit. He finally had a breakout game. It was a, a phenomenal matchup against the Spurs when he went off for 35 points, uh, 60 DK points. I don't mind him at 8,900. Um, I, I just don't love this game environment overall. I know the total is decent, but I kind of like the under here. Um, Clippers going into Chicago. Chicago's been decent on the defensive end. Um, short slate. I don't. I just, I'm struggling with what to do with the Clippers here. I'm not sure that Kawhi or PG are going to be priorities compared to the other studs on the slate. Uh, but that's that's kind of the place that I want to look if I'm going to target Clippers. Yeah, I mean, just no real like no real set like rotations just in general for this team. Um, I mean, I was kind of I was trying to look through. You know, game flow makes it so easy to kind of look through, like, and like their rotations just. They're all. I, I'm the not place. saying like projecting yeah, them as an absolute nightmare. I'll yeah. tell you, like, it really it's, is. It's like, rough. And you can't look at the last game because, like you said, you know, blowout plus Kawhi and those, like, so like we are like realistically going back to looking at like the Atlanta game and kind of goes back to that conversation where Luke Kennard, Marcus Morris, was out. He played 21 minutes with Kawhi and I Paul like George the, in the game, call. so. Yeah, so yep, I like the Canard call. I mean, do I love it? No, but he's someone that can score 15 actual points. Does he get anything else? This is the question. So, um, but I agree. I think like Paul George and Kawhi are cheaper than like LeBron and these guys. And if value doesn't open up throughout the day, maybe you pivot to these guys. Um, and then like the Chicago, the Chicago side of this game as well, like the Clippers when they're still like a top 10 defensive team, even with the injuries this season, they're still a solid defensive team. So, I mean, DeRozan at nine, Vucha 88, Lavina 81. It's tough. It's tough to like, on a slate like this, I have a ton of interest because I mean, the Clippers are where you beat them is like a, a the inside, I guess. So like maybe it's Vooch, but every other position, they're like bottom 10 you know where they get into the top 10 is like power forward center so i think maybe this is a spot you take some shots on vooch but is he going to make the cut at center maybe it's a patrick williams game and just kind of hoping that you know he gets the minutes and yeah uh, caruso 4k again it's a small slate we don't have a ton of value yet so i mean just guys that are on my radar um i mean patrick williams has a very 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 concrete solid role in this rotation on this team where you're not going to find a lot of that under 5k today. So, I mean, I don't love playing Patrick Williams, but I mean, double digit shot attempts in three of the last four games. We know the minutes are going to be there. Um, I, I think he's okay today. Yeah, I, I agree with the Patrick Williams call. Um, I mentioned Lowry as a value play at 4,700, but Patrick Williams has small forward eligibility, which is a much weaker position overall than somebody like a point guard. Um, so I, I'd like the Patrick Williams call. He's going to be out there for 30 minutes more than likely. It's not a great matchup, but you mentioned their, their weakness is kind of the interior. Uh, and Patrick Williams, he's put up some 30-point fantasy point games, so I think he can he can certainly get there. Um, on a slate where value's tough, he's in play for sure. Amongst the studs, it's, it's really tough to want to target them in this matchup all the other studs that we also have on the slate. I think Levine's price finally coming down. Um, like he was up above nine K for a while there. And one DeRozan, he's just been unplayable for, for so long. Um, now that he's back down to 8,100, I think he's in play. I still don't love the matchup. I still pervert prefer Vooch slightly, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't love the Chicago side of this game. Um, I think it's Vooch, then Levine, then DeRozan, if I had to rank the three studs. Um, but none of them are priorities, kind of like the other side of this game. It's just not not an intriguing game to me overall. And like the point total suggests it should be. What did you say? It was like 230, right? Yeah, it's 230. Point total. Yeah, I mean, it, that's I'm a sorry. pretty solid, that's a healthy total. But yeah, I, I like the under here. All right, we we move on. Charlotte at Milwaukee, 239.5 total in this game. Bucks a 12-point favorite in this one. Um, 
I mean, on the Charlotte side, Cody Martin and Kelly Oubre remain out. And then on the Bucks side, Bobby Portis is out. Uh, Giannis is probable on the injury report. Keith, this is my favorite game on the slate. Because it has, I feel like it has the most potential if it were to stay close. I'm not in the business of trying to project a blowout. I think Milwaukee can crush Charlotte. I'm just, let me go on record and say that, that this might not work out. But this is one of those games where if this game stays close, if this one stays close, there's a ton of ceiling for Giannis as a pivot off of LeBron and Anthony Davis and Kawhi off of Jokic. And LaMelo Ball or Terry Rozier pivots um, you know, Lamelo's getting back up into that like 36 plus minute range now. Um, you know, he wasn't, he was out like seven or eight, eight days and now he's back into that like high minutes range. So a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of good potential in this game. If it were to stay close, um, if you want to play this game as a blowout, I completely understand that like side of it as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, talk to me here about Charlotte. Yeah, I, I think you let it, let it off the right way. Like you have to be concerned about the spread here. Um, but if it does stay close, Giannis is going to absolutely smash. The reason it's going to stay close is because of more than likely LaMelo Ball or Terry Rozier um, just shooting the lights out. So I think it's a very clear path to how you attack this game. Um, if If Charlotte is able to stay in it, like one of those two are, are going nuts. So it's pretty easy to run back Giannis with one of those two. Um, and that's how I'll play it in some of my lives. Um, I just talked about how much I don't like the last game environment in Chicago. We talked earlier about how I don't love the game environment in Cleveland. Um, so I think you have to take shots that this game can stay close uh, just because Giannis can go nuts here. Um, let's, let's, I'll stick on the Charlotte side first with LaMelo at 9,500. Like I know he hasn't been, great recently since returning from injury um, but he does have immense ceiling still despite the $9,500 price tag and the really difficult matchup with with Milwaukee um, I won't have a ton of him but I, I will use him as a run back on the other side of Giannis and if I'm not if I don't have the 1500 I, I'm fine dropping down to Rogier. I think he can still get there even with LaMelo back we've seen that a couple of times like he's a guy that can take a ton of shots in any given game uh, and score a bunch of actual points, thirty points in the in the bu- in the bucket. So certainly in play. Um, like the value on Charlotte is difficult. Like Plumlee's been playing well, but I don't like Brooke Lopez has been playing great defense this year. Don't love the matchup for him. PJ Washington is a tough price for this um, matchup with Milwaukee. I think I'm primarily just looking for runbacks on on the other side of Giannis on this in games that I'm playing competitive. Um, I, I will play for the blowout as well, but I'll do that more on the Milwaukee side. Um, so, all right, first things first, like my, my general thoughts here on the Charlotte side is PJ Washington is going to be very busy, very busy in this game, defensively trying to play Giannis. So who does that potentially open up? I think it's Gordon Hayward. I think it's Gordon Hayward. He's 5,200. His minutes are like in that like 24, 25 range. If this game's super competitive, and I mean this is this is a team that is coming off of beating Miami and Chicago in the last couple games. Like they, they have the potential to keep this game close. Um first of all, on the betting side, I like Charlotte plus 12 in this game. I think that's I think that line's just too high. Um but just Gordon Hayward being 52, if he could get a few extra minutes. I think there's going to be extra shots here. I don't see PJ Washington throwing up 15 to 20 shots in this game. He's going to be playing defense. His focus is going to be defense. So who does that benefit? I think it's Hayward. McDaniels with Hayward being back, his minutes have kind of been all over the place. Um, He would be the second guy that I would potentially take shots on if it was going to be one of the cheaper guys. Um, But I mean, I'm making a group with Rozier and, and ball. And, and making it zero to one. I think one of these guys has a ceiling game and it limits the other guy from having a ceiling game. So I definitely want to take some tournament shots on them. Definitely my favorite run back options to Giannis are those two guys. But again, just 
I think Mason Plumley, like this is a guy that's been super consistent this year that no one is going to play on a five game slate at 6,600. He just doesn't fit the build. So, I mean, I think him and Brooke Lopez are both interesting, but when we're looking at like matchups this year, 30, 30 minutes and, you know, average with 42 fantasy points and two matchups against Milwaukee this year. So who knows? Uh, I mean, Giannis, he didn't play one of those games. Um, I think he got hurt in the other one or something. Like, I think he only played. No, no. Didn't like Charlotte like, blow out Milwaukee or something um, in one of the games. And Giannis only played like 20 or 22 minutes or something like that. Anyway, um, I, I mean, Giannis, obviously, 8,500 for Drew. No one's playing Drew today. Um, I'm probably not playing him either. I'm just saying no one's playing him today. So if you want to be different, sure. Not where I'm going to be different. I think where I'm going to be different here is just maybe Pat Cunnington at 4,500 with Bobby Portis out. They've run this like smaller lineup a lot. And Pat Cunnington is getting really solid minutes, kind of edging out Allen in minutes recently. But when Allen gets hot, he's someone that, you know, they'll give minutes to. That's really it. I don't, I still don't think I want to play Middleton yet. I really need to see him have like back to this, like 30 minutes again. It took them a little while to get him ramped up last time. So he's cheap at 5,400, but I would need a report to come out saying that like, they're not limiting his minutes, but I really think this is going to be a guy that they're going to limit until at least the all-star break. So I'm probably going to be pass on Middleton. Like right when we get that like restriction though, we got to jump on it because his prices come way down. Uh, talk to me here about the Bucks. Yeah, Middleton. Like if Middleton was playing like 22 minutes, 24 minutes, then maybe you could take a shot that he was going to jump up to 30. But he's been in like the 15 to 18 range. That There's just not enough um, ceiling if he's only going to get those minutes. So it is a, a crazy to see him price this low. Um, but until he starts playing the minutes, I, I agree. You kind of have to stay away from him. Um Giannis, I definitely think if you're playing Giannis, you want to run it back with one of the Charlotte guys. Obviously, we know what Giannis can do. He's coming off a 50-point game. Um, He could absolutely just put up a score you have to have on this slate. But if I'm playing Giannis, I'm I'm going to run that back with at least one Charlotte guy. Agree with your thoughts on Drew. Just a little bit too pricey in this matchup. Middleton is back. He's not going to have quite as many shots available. Um, 500. It's a fantastic matchup. if somebody had conviction, I wouldn't try to talk him off of it, but I probably won't get there. I do love the the matchup for Brooke Lopez. At, at 6K, I think he's in play. Um, like We've seen Charlotte struggle against big men for several years now. Um, Lopez has played really well. I'm worried that with Drew and Middleton in there, that there's not quite enough for him. Um, but I could also see him putting up like a 2010 game pretty easily here. Um, so 6K, I think that that he's in play just because of the matchup. I will be chasing some of the value here from Milwaukee also. I like the, the Pat Connaughton call. Um, has seen a, a really solid role here, playing a little bit of four without Bobby Portis while we, Giannis plays the five. Uh, and Joe Ingles, I think, is really interesting as well at 3,800. Like his minutes have been all over the place. We've seen over 20 in the last three games. Um, I think I feel pretty good about him getting that and maybe he gets extended a little bit if they get out to a decent lead um, and they want to just take Middleton off the floor, rest him. He could see 28 minutes, I suppose, on this one. But the guy that I'm targeting for, like, the blowout, like, I would not play him with Giannis. Um, but if this game blows out, I think Jordan Noara is super interesting at 3K. Uh, he's a guy that's not afraid to shoot the ball. If he can get up to 18, 20 minutes in this game, I think he could be really useful at 3K as a way to get up to somebody like Jokic or one of the other stars on this slate where we're struggling for value. Like if this game does blow out, that that probably means Giannis doesn't get there. Um, so targeting Nora at, at 3K, I think makes some sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, playing that blowout, like, the flip side of, like, you know, the other side of this game, I mean, I could definitely see that working. I like the Brook Lopez call, man. Uh, I think I think it was earlier this year, he had five or six blocks against Charlotte. And then, like, I don't know, that Charlotte game where they blew them out. Um, so, who knows, but... Yeah, I think this is a game like I, this is the game I had circled earlier. Um, and like you definitely I, I just needed to stay close to this game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you like either you needed to stay close and play the stars or you play for the blowout and do weird things like play Jordan Nora. Yeah. I mean, somebody's getting there. Someone's getting there. I, I, someone's getting there in this game. Um, yeah. And like if you want to play, if you're worried about like the blowout, you could always like look at first half props for like Giannis in this game. Um, I think he has a really, really strong like first half anyway. Love that. All right. New Orleans at Denver is where we finish it out. 229 and a half total here. Nuggets a seven and a half point favorite. What's up, Derek? Yeezy, Dave. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Monday night. Uh, the injury report here on the Nuggets side, Jamal Murray is questionable. And then on the Pelican side, Zion remains out. We'll go New Orleans first. I mean, obviously. Zion being out matters. Um, I think the biggest thing to kind of note here is like Brandon Ingram, 26 and 29 minutes. He seems like they they, they kind of waited for him to be ready to bring him back. Uh, talk to me here about the Falcons. Yeah, Brandon Ingram is first look. Um, he's been limited a little bit, but if they take the leash off, um, I don't mind the matchup against Denver. 7,600, very attractive for Brandon Ingram if he can get up to even 32 minutes. Um, so I'll be taking shots there. I don't mind CJ, but with Ingram back and if he plays the full minutes, I think that Ingram has the higher ceiling. Um, CJ certainly in play at 8,200 as well, though. The value stuff for New Orleans with Daniels still out, I think like somebody like Najee Marshall is going to be out there for 28 to 32 minutes. Um, he can put some points up. I think he's in play at 4,800. Uh, Trey Murphy at 4,700 in play also. With Ingram back, it's a little bit tougher for these wings um, just because like he's such so much higher usage. Um, they were obviously getting more usage than they were accustomed to with Ingram out. But you can still take shots. Alvarado at 49, I don't know, like in play, but not one of my favorites. I think I prefer Najee over him. Um, and then Herb Jones, like – just a guy who's going to play some minutes but doesn't necessarily do a ton while he's out there. Um, but all of these New Orleans like 4K guys are in play, I think, on this slate. Um, but Ingram is is the real target here for the Pelicans. Yeah, um, I think Ingram. Ingram or like maybe like Valanciunas. Um, I don't know. Like, is this a game like Valanciunas just gets run off the floor? Like, he's gotten in foul trouble already against this team once this year. So, does he get run off the floor and like Najee Marshall plays more minutes? I don't know. It's so tough to kind of project what's going to happen here with like Valanciunas in this game in general. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's always tough. Like when you have yeah. a big that that like fluctuates in minutes like Valanchunas does so much, it's always tough to kind of predict this situation. It does make sense that he would see more minutes because they need him out there to guard Jokic. But that also means that he could get in foul trouble really quickly and play less minutes. So it is a very difficult situation. I don't hate it for tournaments. Just in case he does see 30 minutes, like he could he could smash even in a really tough matchup with Jokic. Um, but I don't know. Valanchunas is just a never never a guy that I feel comfortable with. Feel comfortable with anybody on this slate? I mean, you're yeah. take, I feel like you're like realistically, you're you're taking shots just about everybody today. I mean, like obviously you have the studs, and you're not super concerned with like taking shots on those guys. But overall, I think this is one of those slates where it's just like I mean, it's a five game slate. There's a couple tough matchups, so it's tough. It's tough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Ingram's my favorite. I think for the sake of the matchup, CJ McCollum is someone that I like here. You know, Denver is a team that can give up threes in bunches. 
shot 0 for 8 against like for 3 against them the other night when they played on the 24th and had 28 fantasy points and then bounced back with like a really good shooting game the next night on the second end of a back-to-back. So I could see like CJ McCollum getting hot here. He's going to chuck. Not worried about him chucking. Um and then like large field tournaments, Jose Alvarado is like a value tournament play. On the Denver side, I mean Jokic first and foremost, Jokic, but I kind of kind of like really like the spot for Michael Porter Jr. I think that this is a type of game where he could have a really solid game at 5,700. Um, I really want to see this like Murray news. I mean, everything that I read before sounds like he'll play, but uh, talk to me here about Denver. Yeah, I think that this is a fantastic spot for Jokic. It's going to be tough to get to him. Um, but we just kind of when I was breaking down Valanchunas a little bit there, like if Valanchunas gets in foul trouble, there's no one behind him that has a chance of stopping Nikola Jokic. Um, I mean, we're talking about guys like Larry Nance, Jackson Hayes, like they just don't have a prayer of defending Jokic. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to get up to Jokic as, as much as I can. He's my favorite stud on the slate. I think LeBron is, is up there as well. I think you have to have some exposure to Giannis after what he just did in his last last outing, but Jokic is is going to be the priority for me, I think. Love this matchup. Um, I like the MPJ call as well, 5,700. He's a guy that thrives from Jokic being on because Jokic creates shots for him, open shots, um, and the MPJ just knocks down the threes. So I really like that call, 5,700, a fair price for that. Murray, if he plays, he's fine at 7,500. Probably wouldn't be a priority for me. Um, if he's out, I think that's even more interesting because it, it gives us some of that value that we need, um, bringing guys like Bruce Brown and Bones Highland into play. Um, but if Murray's in there, 7,500 is a fair price, but probably not one that I'll be uh, prioritizing. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll uh, get out of here. Quick, short, um, and to the point. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Value is tough today. Who do you got? It is tough. Um, I'm going to go Joe Ingles here just because the game environment. I think there are a couple of of interesting guys down there, but Ingles should play his minutes, and he's got a great matchup against Charlotte. So I'll I'll take him as my preferred value. Yeah, I mean, this guy, it's it's been a while since he's had over 30 fantasy points, but I'm just going to play the minutes in a good environment and go Quentin Grimes at 4,400. Again, I'm at just, we're, we're striving for some minutes here, and this guy plays a lot of minutes, and it's the Lakers. So I'm going to go Quentin Grimes. Over 8K to go under 5X. This is a tough question today. This is kind of loaded. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go DeMar DeRozan here. Um, he's been playing really well recently, but this matchup against the Clippers is tough. He's got Vooch and Levine on the floor with him. Um, 9K as, as the most expensive stud in Chicago. I'll, I'll go DeRozan. Um, I'm going to go Bam. I'm going to go Bam. Uh, this is a tough matchup. Cleveland allows um, some of the fewest fantasy points. I think that's like fifth fewest fantasy points to opposing centers this season. Miami allows the fewest for, you know, Allen's sake. But I, listen, this there was no doubt that this question was going to have someone from this Miami game for me. Um, Garland would be my second least favorite with Mitchell back. So there's my two. I give you two today. So both of those guys are probably going to smash. There you go. <laughs> uh, favorite 6X play on the slate. Who do you got? I'm going to go Jalen Brunson. I, li- I like the match. <laughs> I knew you were going to. <laughs> we both oh. did talk. <laughs> I had a feeling that might happen the way you loved him as much as well. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, if we ever go back to bringing points back in the morning grind game, I'm going to accidentally forget to talk about my plays during the game. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, I I wrote it down before I even heard what you had to say about it. All right. Okay, then I'll give you a little, little credit. It's it's just a great matchup against the Lakers. The ceiling hasn't been as prevalent with Barrett in there, but I love this matchup for him. 79 is too cheap. All right. Um, he took my guy. That's my let's get weird GPP play. So I can't say him. All right. Um, 
trying not to take one of the studs. Mm. Oh man, got me, Keith. You, I mean, got if, me. if you nail a stud over 10k that goes 6x, I think you're sitting pretty pretty. I mean, pretty pretty. <laughs> well, okay, fine, sure, I'll take Giannis. <laughs> He's going for 70 plus in this game. No, um, all joking aside, I think my favorite 6x play, not named Jalen Brunson, getting put on the spot and not really thinking about it a ton here. I think it has to be Jokic. I think it has to be Jokic. Um, gosh, he should smash in this spot, he really should. Yeah. So he just put up 60 against this team like a couple couple days ago. What was it the 24th? Um, but yeah, that was the game that he got hurt, right? Hamstring or whatever. So here he goes. But anyway, give me Jokic. I'm with you on Jalen Brunson, though, man. I think he's a fantastic play today. Uh, let's get weird GPP play today. Who do you got? I'm gonna have some Jordan Noir, like unless unless crazy value opens up, but I'm fully like 12 and a half point spread is a big number. I agree with you. Like Charlotte's been a better team recently. They played a couple of good teams pretty close. Um, but I, I'll also play the that Milwaukee just rolls them angle, and Noara would be my favorite Milwaukee piece if that was the case. There you go. Um, I mean, my let's get weird GPP GPP. Man, I cannot talk. I cannot talk. My wife made this like chicken stuffing stuff tonight and like it it's it was like spicier and it's like messing with me. So I, I just can't speak. Um, I blame her. It was fantastic, though. It was fantastic. Sounds delicious. Anyway, it was it was delicious. It really was um, super tired now because of it. But my let's get weird GVP play today is Gordon Hayward. I think that this is a really good spot for Gordon Hayward. I, I really think PJ Washington is going to try to lock in defensively against Giannis. I think Hayward potentially gets a few extra minutes in this game. And I think this is potentially a spot where maybe he gets a few extra shots because of those minutes and because of PJ Washington focusing on defense. So kind of off the board, but give me Gordon Hayward today. I mean, it all makes sense in my head. And that, that that's the starting point, right? It just all has to make sense in my head. So um, any bets standing out to you here night before? I really like the under in, in Chicago. Um, Clippers have been good on defense. Chicago's been solid on defense. They're both pretty healthy right now. Like, I, just 230 seems like a little bit too much. I like the under. Um, Clippers, Bulls. All right. Um, I mean, I, gosh, I really hate that I like this, but I really like, and you could get it at 12 and a half some places. I really like that MGM has Charlotte plus 12 and a half for minus 115 right now. Um, I think that's super solid. I, I just, I don't think this game blows out. I know Vegas definitely doesn't agree with me because um, this game opened at 11 and a half and it's up to 12 in most places. But I think Charlotte keeps this game close enough that they can cover the spread. So that's what I'm going to roll with. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? I don't think I have anything else. Um Short slate, we we need some value now because I want a, a bunch of these studs are in great spots, but the value is is tough. So we'll see what shakes up. All right, that's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. As always, appreciate everyone listening. Thanks for hanging out on YouTube, everyone that's hanging out. And we'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops for February 1st. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.